You're listening to Life After Sight Loss Radio, Episode 73, and today we're talking about the top reasons to simplify and organize your life after sight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek Daniel. I am your host and resident VIP, aka visually impaired person. Hey, if you're new to the program, welcome aboard. This is the place where we do product reviews. We talk life advice, emotional support, technology, relationships, and so much more, all with the express purpose of helping individuals and families who are going through or facing physical sight loss. Hey there, guys. Thank you so much for joining me this week. And as we get started, I just want to say something very special to all of you listening. You know, it had been a couple of months since I did a podcast episode and when I released last week's episode. And I got to say, I was a bit nervous on who was still going to listen. I thought, you know what? They're probably all gone. They're not paying any attention. But I tell you what, when I went and looked at all of the numbers of listens and downloads, you guys were still there. So if you've been listening for all this time and you're still listening, thank you so much. And if you just decided to start joining me, well, thank you so much for that as well. Hey, like I said, today we're talking about the top reasons to simplify and organize your life after sight loss. There's a lot of stuff going around with simplification and organization. And so I thought, you know what? There's no better time to talk about it than right now because it can be really important when you lose your sights. So we're going to talk about that. Plus, I got a great tip about when there is winter weather outside. So you want to stick around for that. And as always, you can find all the information from today's show in the show notes, which you can find at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 073. That'll give you links, information, conversation, and more. Just hop on over to the show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 073. So if you have Netflix, you've probably noticed there's a show on there now about tidying up with somebody named Marie Kondo. Now, the premise of it is that you get rid of the things that don't bring you joy. I think the the nuts and bolts of it is just this idea of simplifying and organizing your life. You want to get rid of the things you don't use so you get rid of some of the clutter. And I was thinking about it and I was actually like, that's a really good point, especially when you lose your sight because clutter can become an issue and a whole lot of other things. So whether it's your digital space, your physical space, your mental space, it can really be important to simplify and organize your life. So I've got some of the top reasons that you want to do this. Plus, I'm going to give you some tips and tricks on some different places in your house or in your life where you can simplify and organize. So let's go ahead and jump into it. The top reasons to simplify and organize your life after sight loss. First of all, this will help you cut down on physical chaos physical chaos. So let me give you an example. Sometimes we have that place in our house that is the catch-all. Maybe it's your kitchen table, kitchen counters. Maybe it's a place when you walk right in the door, washer, dryer, whatever it might be. We have that place that just has everything on top of it, right? We walk in, we set stuff down, boom, there it is. Well, the problem is whenever you lose your sight, I know this happens for me and other people, that catch-all place just becomes a land of chaos. I can't focus on any one item. If my family says it's over there on the table and there's all this other junk on the table, it is hard to find that stuff. So 
it helps to eliminate some of that chaos if you can just get rid of all that stuff and either put it out on the curb, give it to Goodwill, or put it someplace where it belongs. That'll help eliminate some of that physical chaos, you know, and and not only on top of a table or something like that, but physical chaos around your house. You know, if I'm walking or something, I don't want something sitting on the middle of the floor. So first of all, if you're going to simplify and organize, it will help you create a nice space without any of that physical chaos. Secondly, this can really assist with mental stability. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, think about that example I just gave of all the stuff on top of the table. Imagine your whole life is like that, okay? There's just stuff everywhere. There's stuff on your desktop computer, on top of your desk, on top of the kitchen counter. There's stuff all over the place. Even your closet is a mess. Your drawers are a mess. It can create a bit of stress after you lose your sight because you're in there trying to find something. You're, You're knocking things over, and it just creates a lot of stress in your brain and it is like, oh, why am I doing this? And it's so frustrating. So if you find that that is a big problem, creating a space of organization and simplification can really cut down on some of that mental stress that you're having. Give you a bit of mental stability to say, okay, I know where this is. I know where this is. Yes, I've got it. And at least that part of your life can be a little less stressful. Now, as for many of the other places of your life that cause stress, I don't know if that totally can help you out with that, but at least for this part, it can definitely help you get a little bit less stress and find that mental stability. Next up, it can really help you become aware of what is really or truly important. You see, when you go through sight loss, you start to look at your life differently. You know, you start to become aware of the things that are really important, the relationships that you have, the hobbies that you enjoy, the things that you can still do. You start to become aware of like, wow, what's really important? And when you are organizing and simplifying your life, that can really help as well because you're taking some, let's say, the clothes that you've always worn wow, I've got all these clothes sitting in the back of the closet that I've never wear, and they're just now getting in the way of me finding the clothes I want to wear. You know, if you have a desk or something, you have all this stuff, it's like, I don't even use this thing anymore. And again, it's getting in the way of finding the things I need to find. So it can help you really start to develop more of that habit of finding what's truly important. I think sight loss almost creates that in your mind anyway a little bit, just because of the things that are in front of you, you know, the things that you can hold, the things that you are aware of, those become important things. And when you simplify and organize your life, it can really create or maybe add on to that, that idea of what is truly important. Now, it's not going to be the end-all be-all of things like, oh, I cleaned my house and now I know everything that's important. But at least it starts developing that habit or you know helping with that habit that you're already developing of finding out what's truly important after sight loss. Fourthly, and I kind of mentioned this already, but it makes it easier to find things. I mean, have you ever been in a situation where you're trying to find the keys that are on the desk that is cluttered with a whole bunch of other stuff? I mean, imagine your nightstand, okay? Think about it. You've got maybe a wallet or you've got a watch or you've got uh, change. You've got gum or lipstick or chapstick. You've got maybe a stand to charge your phone. you got all this other stuff on top of your nightstand. And when you're trying to find that one item, let's say you're trying to find your wallet, you're trying to find your keys whatever. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, this, no, and you're knocking stuff over. It's chaos. So now, for example, you might want to have something simplified so that you know, okay, it's definitely right here and there's not 15 other things with it. Maybe seven of those 15 other things aren't even needed. And you're like, oh, these go somewhere else. I don't need these all the time. And again, it starts developing what's most important on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, something like that. So it'll help you find things. I mean, that's just a physical uh, reason to, you know, do this because 
because if you have sight loss, it's a little harder to find things. And it's especially harder when you have a thousand things covering stuff and you don't know exactly where it is. I've heard many people, I said it when I was younger and, and probably say it now, oh no, I know where it is. You know, I, I know it's just my system. This is my system. I know where stuff is in my system. This is not a system. This is just where it looks like stuff vomited all over your desk. It's not a system. And so, you know, I have to, I had to do it myself. It's like, oh, I got to clean up the clutter and get it in into a place. It doesn't mean I got rid of everything. It just means that I found a place to put it. So the next time I would go right back to that place and find it and boom, there it is instead of searching around. So this kind of simplification and organization after sight loss will definitely help you find things easier. And finally, this will help you relax and find peace a little bit easier. Now, what do I mean by this? We talked about the mental stability stability just a little bit, but this idea of finding peace or relaxing. You see, stress can come on at most any time for any reason. And when you go through sight loss, stress is one of those things that hits you from every side. You're stressed out because you don't have physical sight. You're stressed out because now your relationships are different. You're stressed out because your job is going to change or maybe you're going to lose it. You're stressed out because you can't use the phone the same way. You're stressed out because your hobbies aren't going to be the same. You're stressed out. All this stuff. Um, yes, you're angry, sad, all those things as well, but it's all stress induced, right? I mean, it just brings it on. And so you feel that stress inside and and all the and you we can get into physical stuff like your cortisol level and things like that but suffice it to say we feel stress and if your house is chaotic if your phone is chaotic if your desktop is chaotic, if all this stuff is just chaos then it's going to be a lot harder to find that peace and relax just a little bit imagine the difference you can have if you're in a place that is clean that is straight that is less clutter that is organized that is put together and you can sit down in that place and just take a deep breath and find a little bit of peace because let's face it life in general is chaotic life in general is not peaceful so finding a spot where we can find peace and find relaxation in a simplified organized kind of way can really 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 be helpful All right, guys, that's just a few of the top reasons to simplify and organize your life after sight loss. Now, of course, that's not the end-all, be-all of everything. And, of course, like I said, some of those reasons, it doesn't mean if you clean up your closet, you're going to magically find peace and never have to deal with things again. It's just going to help you get there a little bit quicker. So now that we've talked about some of the top reasons, I want to go into some specifics, maybe some specific situations and some examples with some tips and tricks on ways to do those things to show you how those reasons really come into effect in some specific places in your house and in your life. All right, the first place is your kitchen cabinets. Now, we all have cabinets, and we all have cabinets that are full of stuff, right? You got the plates and the bowls and the cups and the this and the that. You got cabinets, and they're full of stuff. We collect stuff, don't we? Coffee mugs. People get you a coffee mug for your birthday or something, and all of a sudden, you got 25 mugs up there, and you drink coffee twice a month, right? I was like, why, why do I have all these coffee mugs? I don't understand. Or maybe you've got some nice china that you only pull out for fancy dinners, but that china is just sitting there, and it's in the way of stuff. So, Just think about this for your kitchen cabinets. Imagine you go to a cabinet, you know where the plates are, you know where the bowls are, you know where the cups are, that sort of thing. And maybe in your house, you have a place for those things. However, that place has become a little cluttered by other stuff. Well, here's here's where the plates are. Just put all the plates right here. Okay, we got plastic plates, we got uh, ceramic plates, we got everything right here. So maybe you find a different system. 
Maybe you go in and the first thing you do is get rid of stuff you don't use and you don't need, right? You take those 25 coffee cups and you dwindle them down to maybe four, right? Or whatever. I don't know. Just a number that you guys decide on. This could be you and your family doing this together, together, obviously. But you find those things. Okay, we're getting rid of this. We're getting rid of this. You first work that way down. Then you find the place where all those things go. It can remain in the same place. You don't have to change everything around. But now you've simplified the, the, the system and you've got organization in place. So when you go to find those plates, boom, that's where the plates are. Maybe you put plastic plates like, you know, just for um, paper, plastic, and then ceramic. Maybe your ceramic dishes are nice, so the plastic plates, they go somewhere else. Maybe your cups go in one place and your nice china go in another place. You find those ways. So when you open the door, it's not a chaos of, okay, is this a, that's the right plate? No, is this the bowl? Is it, okay, is it up higher? So 10 minutes to find the plate you want. Now, all of a sudden, you open the door, boom, you found the plate. That's exactly what you wanted. It took you three seconds because you spent a little time ahead of time simplifying and organizing those chaotic kitchen cabinets. Another place this can happen is in the bathroom, especially like the drawers that you have maybe on your vanity, your sink, something like that. I know in my drawers recently, we went through sort of a purge and, and eliminated things. I had this drawer. I only had like one drawer because I don't have a lot of stuff. My wife has more stuff than I do. So I just have one drawer, but it was just jam packed with stuff. And I was going through it and I'm like, I don't, this is, ha- this is almost empty. I don't use this anymore, but you know, and it was like, why do we have all this stuff? So now I've dwindled it down. I've simplified it to about five items and organized where they go in that drawer. So now I open up the drawer, I put my hand right in the drawer where I want it, where I know it is, I pull it out, boom, and there it is. So again, we go back to finding things easier. It creates a little more mental stability because I'm not getting frustrated trying to find something, you know, in this drawer. So there's lots of reasons. And then the bathroom can become a place of a little bit of peace. You know, you get in the shower, you stand there for an hour, you let the hot water soak over you. You don't have to worry about everything, you know, where everything is. Maybe the, the thing hanging on on the shower or on the bathroom wall, you, you simplify that and organize it. And all of a sudden the place becomes a little more peaceful, a little more relaxing, you know, until your kids come banging on the door and like, Hey, can I come in? I need to tell you something. It's like, no, leave me alone. This is my only privacy. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. But if you have that, you know, organizing again, I'm not saying that simplifying and organizing your drawers is going to magically fix your life. It's just one more step in the direction of helping you find a little bit of peace and a little bit of relaxation before people come knocking on the door. Another example of a place to simplify and organize is actually your smartphone homepage. Whether you have an Android, whether you have an iPhone, something like that, you probably have apps and pictures or whatever else you have on your homepage. If you have an iPhone, it's just the apps. You have an Android, you might have other things, widgets and so forth. And maybe you've just started collecting stuff, right? You're like, oh, I like this. I'll put this here. And all of a sudden, you're swiping left and right trying to find things. And, you know, it's like, this is here. No, I got to go over here. And it's just a little, you know, you're swiping right 27 times just to get to the app because you're not sure where it is. Well, simplifying your homepage can be so, so helpful and it helps you to go, okay, what's, again, what's most important? What do I actually use on a regular basis? So we're going to simplify it. I deleted a bunch of apps recently because I'm like, I don't ever use these. These are just on here because I tried them once. They weren't accessible. So, and then I just left them on there. And so, you know, I deleted, I purged a bunch. Then on my home screen, I put the apps that I most use on the home screen and put all the other apps into folders, the ones I might use occasionally, but maybe I don't use all the time. Maybe Maybe I'll do a video on that showing my homepage, but it's simplified down. I got the stuff in the dock that I use all the time, things like that. And it just gave me a sense of like, 
Ah, yes, this is so much better. And again, it wasn't like dramatic or drastic changes. It was just a very on-purpose intentional decision to change the home screen and make it a little more efficient for me to use. Now I'm focusing on the apps that are most important and going to the apps that aren't that important only every once in a while, but they're not cluttering up all the home screens. So if you have an Android or an iPhone, picking a time to just start purging some of the apps you don't use, cleaning up the homepage space, and then getting it to where it's much more functional and easy to use even if it's not visually appealing it doesn't matter right we're not we don't care if it's visually appealing yes maybe you're a visual person i'm a visual person i'd like it visually appealing but at the end of the day it doesn't matter it needs to be more functional than anything else so try that out sit down take time you know do whatever you have to do to purge some of those apps and some of those widgets and find the things that are most important so that your home screen on your smartphone the thing you're on a whole bunch will give you a little just just a small sense of peace in your life Another great place is one I mentioned earlier. It's your nightstand. Now, for me, the top of my nightstand was and oh, somewhat still is the catch-all of things, right? You come up, you take your stuff out of your pockets. You got maybe a wallet or, uh, like I said, lipstick or chapstick or keys or I've got my AirPods because I carry those everywhere with me. Just It's all the stuff and bleh, it all goes on the nightstand. You know, change from the day, dollar bills, whatever. Just bleh, and it's all right there on the nightstand. And then you wake up and you're groggy and you're trying to find stuff and it's like, oh, this is nuts. So here's what I do and just a suggestion for you guys. You can try it. If you don't like it, whatever, but just try this. So first of all, On top of my nightstand, on the top, sits three things. One is my lamp for my nightstand. Two is my iPhone charger. I have a wireless charger. I have an iPhone 8. If you have an iPhone 8 um, or above, it's got wireless charging, so I've got that. And I've got a stand to charge my Apple Watch. That is the only things that sit on top of my nightstand now. Everything else is on a shelf below, and I've got a little basket that holds my wallet, my keys, my AirPods, uh, gum, uh, lanyard, headphones, whatever else. All of that goes in that basket. It's not very big. It just fits right in there, and then that goes under the shelf, and it gets hidden away from everything. And so the top of my nightstand is clear. I put the phone on the charger, the watch on the charger, turn the lamp off, and then, ah, it's peace on top of my nightstand. Maybe it's not a big deal to you. Maybe you like the chaos on your nightstand. But for me, when I simplified and got rid of some stuff and found that that clean spot on top of the nightstand, oh, it just gave me such peace. I don't know what it was, but it really gave me a lot of mental peace. And again, it was much easier to find things. So take that spot, that nightstand. Maybe it's another place. Maybe it's in your bathroom or at the place by the door going out, a key box, whatever. Try to find a way to organize that and simplify it down so it gives you a sense of peace whenever you look at it instead of a bunch of chaos trying to go to bed at night. And finally, kind of along with that is your wallet or your purse. Now, we all do this. We collect things. We collect business cards or coupons or receipts or whatever else, and we just shove them in our wallet and our purse. Now, if you've ever done this, you know that it takes a while to go through things, but it is so helpful. Maybe just once a week, you simplify it. Okay, first of all, you're going to have to take probably half an hour if you've not done this in a while to just purge things, right? Okay, I don't need this. I don't need this. This is from six months ago. Why is it in my wallet? 
wall at a person. <laughs> I don't know. But the thing about it is you're going to take a little bit of time. Then once you've taken that time, you've gotten rid of stuff, you put the important stuff back in there, you find the place, you know, you, you put them in specific spots. You don't move your cards around. For me, I have a uh, debit card. I have um, my insurance cards, my ID. There's not much in there because I don't want much in there because I want to keep it simple so I can always find what I'm looking for. If I need to pull out my ID, it's always in the same spot. If I need my debit card, boom, it's always in the same spot. It's right there and it's not in the way. And I I actually have a signature card that I use and that's tucked away in a nice spot. So purge it all. And then maybe once a week, just find time to go, okay, I have some receipts in here. Where do these need to go? You know, and that's a whole nother organization system that you can find for your family. But if you purge that spot, then you're not sitting or holding this huge thing. And when you go to find something, it's right where it's supposed to be. So that's just something, and everybody's got their own personal preference, how they like to put it together. But I would strongly encourage you, that's something you're always going to have with you. So if it's simplified and it's organized, it'll be really helpful. All right, my friends, so we've gone through a whole bunch of stuff talking about simplification and organization of your life. I've given you some of the top reasons. I've given you some specific examples and tips and tricks on how to do those examples. So now I just want to challenge you guys to go out and try this. Pick one place, one spot, one physical or uh, maybe digital place just to start with. You don't have to do it all at once. Just do a little bit at a time. For example, on my desk, I have a couple of shelves on the end. I did like one shelf in a day, just that one shelf, not everything else. And then another time I did the other shelf. Another time I did the top. You know, I did my smartphone. I mentioned I did my nightstand. This was all at different times. I didn't try to do it all at once because that would make me anxious. And I don't, that's the opposite of, you know, what I'm trying to go for here. So just find one place, one spot to organize, to simplify a little bit and see if it makes a difference. You know, see if it's easier to find things, see if it gives you a little peace, a little relaxation, you know, see if it gives you a little less physical chaos in your house, because if you don't have stuff laying around, maybe your mobility will improve. Who knows? But find one thing to do, simplify it, organize it, and see how it affects your life. I'm sure that it will create a little bit of peace in your life. At least I hope so. So find that spot, and I challenge you to simplify and organize that spot today. Well, if you're like me, you're sitting inside freezing to death because the temperature is slowly, actually, it's quickly dropping outside. And uh, there's been a lot of snow on the ground outside of my house and maybe outside of your house as well. If you live in a spot where the weather is shifting downward pretty fast, you know what this is like. Well, recently I did a video about going out in the snow because when you go out in the snow, your mobility, your orientation, all of that's affected. And somebody asked me about it and I was like, actually, I don't go out in the snow a ton, but I thought, you know what, it's a good time to talk about it. And I, so I give some tips, some ideas in that video. So if you have not checked it out, the good news is I've got the video posted in the show notes for this episode at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 073. You can go over there. You can check out that video, leave a comment on the post and let me know your thoughts about going out in the winter weather. What about it being cold? We got to bundle up. We block some of that, uh, you know, sight that we might have left. We block some of that hearing. Uh, we block some of that stuff with our gloves on. It's all just, weird and affected by the winter weather and especially the snow on the ground. So go over to the show notes, check out that video, and let me know what you guys think about getting around in this crazy winter weather. All right, my friends. Well, that brings us around close 
to the end of the podcast. First of all, I want to thank everybody for listening. I really appreciate it. Secondly, I want to ask you guys, what are your thoughts about today's episode? Do you have a thought? Do you have a comment? Do you have a question? What things are going on in your brain as you heard some of this? I would love to hear from all of you guys, whether it's one of the places you're going to try to organize, whether it's one of the reasons I gave and you really identified with that, whether it's you watched that video on the snow and now you have a great idea on getting around. I want to hear from all of you guys. I love, 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 love hearing from all of you guys. doesn't matter what it is. If you just want to say, hey, I'd love to hear from you. You can do that a few different ways. First of all, you can email me, Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at lifeaftersightloss.com. You can send me a tweet. I'm on Twitter. You can hit me up on Instagram, on Facebook, you know, all that stuff. And you can also send me a voicemail, and the number to do that is 317-721-1027. Again, that is a voicemail line only. I do not call people back on that line or anything like that. It's just for voicemails. If you want to leave a comment or a question for the podcast, you can do that. Now, maybe you're saying, hey, wait a minute, you just listed off a bunch of stuff. I don't remember all of it. Well, the good news is it's all in the show notes. Just go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash 073, and you'll find all the ways to get in touch with me. I look forward to hearing from you guys real soon. Hey, and don't forget, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, make sure to do that. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, on Stitcher. You can subscribe on your Android phone. And again, if you want to subscribe, the easiest way... Go to the show notes, lifeaftersightloss.com slash 073. You can get all of the buttons right there under the player to subscribe. Or if you're on an iPhone, you can hold down Siri. Will You can tell Siri, subscribe to Life After Sight Loss Radio Podcast, and it'll subscribe for you right there in the podcast app. It's great. So make sure to subscribe. And if you're feeling generous and in a good mood and have an extra five minutes, I would love for you to leave a rating and review in your favorite podcast app. You can do that in Apple Podcasts and Stitcher, I know for sure, maybe Google Play. But if you would leave a rating and review that would be so kind it helps other people know hey this podcast is decent and i listen to it and i want to tell the world about it so if you got a chance to do that that'd be great but make sure you subscribe so you don't miss another single episode And finally, as always, remember that all the information found in today's episode is intended for informational and educational purposes only. If you're in need of medical, professional, or legal advice, please seek out a specialist in your area. Thank you so much for listening wherever you are. And until next time, remember that sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. My name is Derek Daniel from lifeaftersightloss.com. And I'll see you in the next one.